Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I'm into, you know, old old songs with a new mix. Kind of into that. Like maybe on that, maybe the top seven or eight of those I put on this summer. No, we're going to have still have a little bit of jukebox music. I was on stage actually singing Hot Blooded with Foreigner uh, last weekend, last Friday. They shut my mic off. I don't know if the guy's afraid I'd take his job or what. I got a job. Don't worry about it. But uh, I was up there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, normally broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios. But today we are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock, our monthly tradition, the best tradition that we definitely have on this show. And it is so good to be back at Twin Peaks, especially coming right off SEC Media Days. All the sports going on, all the great food, the great vibes, and the great atmosphere of everybody getting ready for a great weekend. It's already rocking here. There are plenty of people that they've taken advantage of getting off work early on a Friday, coming in and enjoying Twin Peaks for lunch, and uh, they're they're already just getting the weekend started. It's going to be a big weekend. you got Women's World Cup tonight. Twin Peaks actually is going to be at the Great Arkansas and Great Arkansas Beer Fest and Mark, Rock City Margarita Fest tomorrow. They're going to have a tent set up, but also... They're going to be moving around with backpacks and giving some margaritas. So oh, man. not only are they going to have margaritas, but they're going to have beer. So you'll be able to get whatever you want. Twin Peaks always takes care of you. So you're telling me that we get to have Twin Peaks life back-to-back days, where not only are we going to be out here tomorrow, but we get to have some of their uh, great drinks at the Beer and Mark Festival tomorrow. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. Is, that is the best of both worlds. So, folks, we're going to be out here until one, uh, 4 o'clock today from 1 to 4. So if you are in the Little Rock area, come on out and see us. It's Again, it's starting to crowd up a little bit, but still plenty of seats. And we know uh, the longer you wait, the more crowded it's going to get because they have all their great specials. Their happy hour starts at 2 o'clock, which is always uh, a huge get for people coming in, 2 to 7 even. And not many places, you know, it's all happy hour. Usually it's like, oh, it's an hour. You know, this is like five hours of happy hour. So <laughs> You get uh, that, and then you get one later from 10 to close. But also, Bourbon and Brews on Fridays is from 5 to 7. So you get some crossover with happy hour and Bourbon and Brews. But plenty of specials here at Twin Peaks. It's always a great place to watch combat sports. There's going to be some boxing and some MMA this weekend. But next weekend is going to be a big weekend for combat sports. You have UFC 291, Poirier versus Gaethje. And then it's Terrence Crawford Jr., Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence Jr. boxing. So next weekend is going to be big for combat sports. But combat sports happen every weekend, so this is the ideal place to watch. And then as we get towards the end of the month of July and we get into August, there are only more specials coming along. They do a car wash on Saturdays from noon till 3. So they have you taken care of whatever you want here at Twin Peaks. No matter what it is, it's going to be electric always at Twin Peaks. And we got a lot to talk about here on the show, as we know, heading into the weekend. There's going to be a lot of things happening, and we want to hear from you. On an easy Friday show, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at Neighbors And uh, Barrett Salee of CBS Sports, he's actually going to be joining us 
here after a while. We're in the 2 o'clock hour. We try to catch up with him over in SEC Media Days, but uh, we'll have a chance to catch up with him as Steve Sullivan is uh, on vacation this week. He's up there in Boston watching the Red Sox play. Uh, he's so. having a good time back in the home area. Yeah, so uh, hopefully sweet uh, seeing Sweet Caroline uh, many times up there while he's in Boston. So uh, he's on vacation, so we'll have Barrett Salee joining us. We're also going to have Reed Allen. Speaking of the Arkansas Beer and Mark Festival, he's going to be joining us here live at Twin Peaks in the 2 o'clock hour. And we'll see if he can stick around with us as long as possible, but we know he's a busy man. But he's going to give us a lot of great information on what is always an amazing event happening tomorrow in Little Rock. They're getting the setup and prep going right now, so we're actually going to give him a break from that as he comes over to talk to us. But it's a big event, and it's all going down tomorrow from 5 to 8. So it sounds like uh, maybe it won't be too uh, difficult to convince him to stick around here. If that's what he's having. Oh, you know, oh, they're fine. I don't have to go over there. I'm good to go. But, uh, no, we love having Reed on and love having him here uh, live on location. And, again, it's going to be an awesome event tomorrow, too. So. It's a great menu here at Twin Peaks also. So they have a chicken and shrimp basket, which it's tenders, shrimp, and then you get fries. But I uh, did a little spin on it, and I got all shrimp. Oh. So shrimp basket. Look Look at the size of these. Look at that. Oh my gosh. They wrap around twice. It looks like an anaconda of shrimp right there. Yeah, so. Incredible. Anything, you can find any and everything on the menu. It's all good. Everything is good on the menu. And that's not to mention the drinks. So, And there's plenty of that. Yeah. Listen, if you come to Twin Peaks and you can't find something you love and find something that's great, that's a you problem. It's not their problem. It's your problem because they got it all here at Twin Peaks. So, yeah, come on out and see us till 4 o'clock and just come out this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend here at Twin Peaks. But uh, a few things, though, of course, that are going on in the world of sports, and we'll try to do our best to dive into it as much as possible. But uh, you know, we just got done with SEC Media Days, and we know that there's always uh, a lot of fun surrounding that and a lot of great content hearing from coaches and players and, and everything. It, uh, it is so much fun. But uh, we know that it's about the voting. And, hey, you know, where's Arkansas going to end up? What did the media think about Arkansas? Or what did the media think about the SEC where it stacks up, not only in the predicted order of finish, the champions, but also who is first team, second team, and third team, all SEC? Well, the voting is out. It is official. Arkansas, according to the media at SEC Media Days, has been picked to finish fifth in the SEC West behind Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, and Ole Miss. And they have three players represented on the All-SEC teams. Only one first-teamer with Rocket Sanders. You also have K.J. Jefferson at second-team quarterback. Dwight McLaughlin at second-team defensive back. And you also have, uh, I believe, Bo Limmer. I I just missed it right here. I was was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, And as as far as, uh, there it goes. Yeah, Brady Latham, sorry. Not Bo Limmer, Brady Latham. Get those B words mixed up on the offensive line. But anyways, he's on the second-team offense as well. So uh, I wouldn't say it's surprising, you know, starting with the, the predicted order of finish. I wouldn't say it's surprising for Arkansas to finish fifth. Uh, that's about the – in fact, if you put it out on average, it's probably where a lot of it was at. But, uh, you know, to see what the media thinks about them and where they're at and where they think they'll finish – uh, you know, it doesn't matter because you got to go out and it's got to execute it, but that one's not a surprise to me at all. Yeah, and then Arkansas, Ole Miss could have been flip-flop, so you could have seen Arkansas possibly fourth and Ole Miss fifth, but, yeah, um, that's kind of what's expected. But this is preseason. These are predictions. This is, has no effect on what's going to happen on the field, so you want to change what people think? Go prove it on the field. Yeah, and, I'm with, and the whole Ole Miss thing, because i got to ask – for some people, like what what I predict, I had actually Arkansas finishing fourth in the SEC, and I, the only reason, and you know, of course, people think oh, it's biased, but I'm serious. Like the only reason I have Arkansas and Ole Miss because I think there's a lot of comparisons between them is that Ole Miss has to play Georgia this year, and Arkansas doesn't, and, and that's really the the main thing. I think both teams will be very comparable. I think that when that game happens in Oxford, you know that game's crazy. It could go either in which way. And who knows, maybe the winner of that game was the one that will have uh, the much better season. Maybe that's a key game for them. But uh, Always that, is. That would be the only reason why I'd have Arkansas, or the main reason I'd have Arkansas at least over Ole Miss. K.J. Jefferson helps, but you know, Ole Miss having to play Georgia and Alabama on the schedule the same year in the SEC uh, may impact them in the standings, even though they may be just as good of a team as a lot of others. They started off strong last year, and um, we'll see You know if they're able to keep that up this year and and come back with a similar season but they had some drop off towards the end and people always 
remember what happened at the end. They remember what happened most recently, and so that's why you can see them being picked where they are. So with that being said, and Arkansas now being picked to finish fifth, according to the SEC, the all-SEC team it also wasn't necessarily a surprise. I still believe that K.J. is first-team all-SEC. I voted him first-team all-SEC. But it's not like I am just floored by Jaden Daniels being voted and how it's just a, it's an egregious oversight. Like, it, it, those were the two. Those were the two ones that were going to be into the mix. And Jaden Daniels gets the sl- slight edge. But I thought it was fascinating. First of all, I think it's dumb they do third teams. So third, third, three teams is too much. But on the third team All-SEC, they had two quarterbacks tied with Joe Milton and Will Rogers from Mississippi State. See, Will Rogers may feel slighted, though, being on third team and mm-hmm. then being tied at third team. It took that to get him on. He may feel slighted and feel like he should have been second team, maybe first team. Oh, yeah. yeah. There'll be people that feel slighted, and they'll, they'll add a, a little motivation there. But I guess the question for me is, what do you think is more likely for Arkansas? That K.J. Jefferson finishes first team All-SEC, or Arkansas finishes higher than fifth in the SEC West? Oh, that's kind of a toss-up. Yeah. But um, I think it goes hand-in-hand, hand, actually. If Arkansas finishes better then fifth in the West, then that means they're having a decent season at least, and uh, and that means that K.J. plays well, unless there's some kind of injury in the mix or something, which, is, you know, you can't go into a season expecting that, but certain things happen. But it kind of goes hand in hand. If K.J. plays well, and he plays well enough to be uh, a first-team All-SEC, then that means that Arkansas has a better record than maybe expected. Yeah, because not many times have I seen, at least I'd have to go back in history, a team that finishes with a sub-500 record in SEC play and then has the first-team All-SEC quarterback. Like That's just not a common thing. And so, yeah, I agree with you on that front, and that's probably why I think it's more likely for Arkansas to finish above fifth than it is for KJ finishing first. Only due to the fact that it goes hand it's more like it's because KJ, if he finishes first team all SEC, it's like, okay, this team's this team had a good year. This team this team did a really good job and uh, who knows, maybe even third in the SEC West, second in the SEC, something like that. But yeah, yeah, you're talking about a two or three loss season. Right. If he's first first team all SEC. Right. And I think that they can still get to the point to where they finish fourth in the SEC if K.J. Jefferson finished second in the All-SEC voting at the end of the year. Like, that's still possible, and that's still something that they can, they can make happen. But, uh, you know, maybe they take it as motivation. I'm sure he'll take it as motivation. He thinks he's the best quarterback in the SEC, just like uh, <laughs> just like Jaden Daniels does, just like Will Rogers does. They all, they all feel good about it. The one thing I am laughing about, though, too, Joe, is with Arkansas and their predicted order of finish, Arkansas received three votes to finish first in the SEC West and okay. two votes to finish first in the SEC overall. Like How's it going? Winning the championship in the SEC. So you and with two other people picked them to finish first. <laughs> and what sucks is I know everyone's <laughs> going to say that. They're going to be like, oh, it's neighbors. Totally. It's a total. I swear to you, I did not. It did not happen. Uh, I, I mean, because it's no benefit in me, but if the names get released, which they won't reveal the names, but it, you know, I think people kind of clowned on it a little bit simply due to the fact that Arkansas is ridiculous, but Vanderbilt received eight votes to finish first in the SEC East. So it sounds like people had a little fun. Yeah, them, yeah, that was having some fun. Yeah, because Georgia, it's Georgia. Let's just, let's just be clear about it. But we still got a lot to talk about here on Out of Bounds. We're live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. And coming out and see us till 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, what do you think of the SEC voting? Did they get it right? Some people get slighted. Some people a little overrated. Let us know. 501-661-1037. Call or text in. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This is
Sports Center. The sale of the Washington Commanders is official as yesterday the NFL owners approved the sale to a group led by Josh Harris. The Harris group, which includes Magic Johnson, paid in North American sports record $6.05 billion for the team. Reports indicate the team could undergo another name change as a means to separate themselves from the Dan Snyder era. Announced at the same time of the sale, Dan Snyder has been fined $60 million by the NFL as an independent investigation concluded he sexually harassed a team employee and he withheld revenue from the NFL. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Springfield Cardinals 7-9 last night. They'll be back in action again tonight at 7.05. They'll also play on Saturday at 6.35 and Sunday at 6.05. All of their games can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Cobra Commander, I figured out when to attack G.I. Joe. What's your new idea, Destro? We attack Saturday at 9 a.m. They'll all be listening to Guatney Unplugged at 103.7 The Buzz. Excellent. Hey, this is Trey Johnson with H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, the number one North Star truck bed dealer in the world, plus J&I truck beds, Warner truck beds, and RKI truck beds, winches, brush guards, Kurt, B&W, gooseneck balls, fifth wheel hitches, receiver hitches, along with a full line of WeatherTech accessories. H.J. Trailer Sales, 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Find us on Facebook or online at hjtrailersales.com. If there's an accessory for your truck, we carry it. H.J. Trailer Sales. It's the first day of the first grade and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebells and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right from Bluebell Monster Cookie Dough Ice Cream. Creamy vanilla ice cream, peanut butter monster cookie dough, brown sugar, candy-coated chocolate, and dark chocolate-flavored chunks. It tastes so good, you'll need a bigger bowl. The good old days are being made right now. for Bluebell Ice Cream at all Edwards Cash Saver grocery stores and the Little Rock Air Force Base Commissary. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Facility Maintenance Services presents Melinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas with commercial and industrial janitorial needs, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Y'all better put him in the Heisman. You better put him up there. I'm tired of him being number three, number four. We got that wood right here, baby. Somebody better look at this guy. He's the best football player in the country, and his name's not being mentioned. Lou Holtz, Mark May. Number five, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. On 1037 The Buzz. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control.
Here in Little Rock, I appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon on an easy Friday show as uh, we're going to have some fun talking all the things going on in the sports world throughout this easy Friday show. And back here at Twin Peaks, we've already seen a few of our listeners walk by and, and say what's up to us. So if you're in the area, definitely come by and say what's up. And uh, we also have, uh, I've noticed how many, I don't know, we've been doing this ever since I've been on the show coming to Twin Peaks, but you get to the point where you start seeing, hey, these are the regulars. Around this time on Fridays, you can always count on these individuals. They're going to be here getting ahead of the weekend. It's always great meeting new people, though, because um, just coming in today, there have been people outside even coming through the doors, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are here right now, but they have plenty, plenty of seating inside and out, and so there's plenty of space outside. But coming through the doors, there were a lot of people that uh, just meeting and talking to and asking about the setup and us coming here and let them know that we're here once a month and it's usually on the third Friday. But, yeah, talk to plenty of new people today. Yeah, that's what we love seeing. And, of course, our uh, lovely saleswoman, Sabrina, over here making it happen, too. She's here, and uh, she's uh, got the buzz representation. Sabrina and I are matching today. Oh, yeah, you are wearing the same shirt. How about that? Well, it's, I mean, it's a good-looking shirt. You know, we have a lot of cool uh, apparel that has 103.7 The Buzz on. I got this golf shirt. I think You know what's funny? I think I had this shirt from the first time I worked at The Buzz, so it's been around. <laughs> Luckily, the logo hadn't changed. But uh, those, those are one of the few shirts I feel like that we have that actually have, like, the full color scheme of the, the white and the black and the yellow. Yeah. Uh, just because of it works with the shirt. So that's why it, uh, it pops a lot more. So, yeah, you can't, uh, can't miss this. We're right here in front. Uh, of Twin Peaks. When you walk in, be sure to say uh, what's up to us, and we'll have some uh, fun there as well. We talked about the uh, SEC Media Days coming to an end and knowing what the predictive order of finishes for uh, the Razorbacks, and some other Media Days have been happening too. Uh, but uh, just because we just talked about Arkansas, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned the rest of the order of finish for all the other predictions. In the East for the SEC, Georgia, of course, overwhelmingly the favorite. No surprise there. In the East, Tennessee comes in at second. South Carolina at third, Kentucky at fourth, Florida at fifth, Missouri at sixth, and Vanderbilt at seventh. So even though Vanderbilt got eight votes to finish to win the East, they're still dead last to be picked in the SEC. <laughs> so whoever picked them first, they knew that was happening. Oh too. yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's just let's just be clear about it. But then in the West, you got Bama, LSU, A and M, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Now there's a lot of things you can take from this, but Here's how I look at it. Again, it's predictions. Doesn't mean it's how the season's going to go. But if you're Arkansas, you got to feel pretty good about the fact that the two East opponents you have this year are Florida and Missouri, who are picked to finish fifth and sixth, respectively, in the East. You have Missouri at home. And then in the West, the home games that you have, again, the SEC, I already mentioned Missouri, Auburn and Mississippi State, the team that finish sixth and seventh in the SEC West, you get at home. So you're talking about three, your three SEC home games are against the sixth predicted sixth team uh, in the in the East, and then the sixth and seventh team in the West. You have to win all three of those games. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more than just predictions, but those are some of the swing games for Arkansas every year, and we know that it comes down to whether you're going to have a good season or not. When you win some of those swing swing games, those are the ones that really are and not that every game isn't important but right. when you have those that are considered 50 50 games if you're able to come out on the good side of that let's say there are three of those games if you can go two of three or even three and oh that's going to always be better for the outcome of your schedule and the result of your season and also you know you, you have to have that balance where hey you, if you, would it be nice to go seven and oh this year in the state of arkansas of course but say if you go six and one 
that's when you have an opportunity to make up for it on another road game. Like, you know, it, it's tough to go undefeated in any regard, especially at home, even though you may have that home field advantage. But, you know, if you, if you drop one, maybe you felt like you shouldn't at home, you can make up for it by going on the road and beating somebody that maybe you're not supposed to or people wouldn't feel confident with you doing. That was the difference in the season two years ago where Arkansas lost one home game, and that was the one that many people had regrets about. They lost to Auburn at home. Only home game they lost. There were people that pointed to the Ole Miss game because that's one that's going to be pointed to every year. Mm -hmm. But the Auburn game, when you just thought about it and how the schedule played out, it's the only game they lost at home. You get that win, your season looks totally different. Oh, yeah. It changes it all. And that's why it's like no one cares about, oh, well, how close were you in those games? Or, oh, man, you, you're seven points away from three more wins. Doesn't matter. Wins and losses. At the end of the day, that's what they look at. You don't get into the SEC championship and be like, you know, I know this team went 12-0, and 0, but you also had a team that went 11-1, and 1, and they were really close in that last game. Like, no, that doesn't matter. Wins and losses, only thing that matters. And, uh... For the, uh, for the West, again, it stacks up about what you expect it to. And Georgia's the overwhelming favorite to win the SEC. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's really no other surprises as far as even the all-SEC teams that got mentioned. Because, uh, again, Georgia's got plenty of representation on uh, defense. In fact, I was laughing. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the 11 players on the first team all-SEC defense are from Georgia. So, And some of those are new to starting not that they're new to playing mm -hmm. but they're new starters and what's also funny is three other players are from lsu so you're talking about nine of eleven are from two teams the other ones that are not from either team happen to be from alabama <laughs> so we got yeah. dallas turner and also kool-aid best name in the league kool-aid mckinstry so the entire all-sec first team defense made up of three different teams not surprising not surprising when you have a name like Kool-Aid, you better be able to play, too. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's one that stands out that people are always going to talk about and it draws attention, but he is a good player. He is. He is. Like He, he earned that spot. He is 100% uh, worthy of being in that spot. A uh, few people chiming in on our text line. <laughs> hey, Bobby Joe says, think how wild Twin Peaks would be if, when the Hogs go 12-0. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, this place. You're talking uh, every week. Yes. They're going to be rocking. Yes, and uh, people just keeps building and building and. Uh, you know, they're going to have to have uh, plenty of that cold beer for everybody, as Sam Pittman talks about, to be serving, which they definitely will here at Twin Peaks. Also from the 479 says, uh, which SEC coach or coaches get fired this year? What is y'all's prediction? SEC coach that gets fired this year. So we keep hearing that no matter what, Jimbo is yeah. not getting fired just because there's still too much money attached to that contract. So, um, ooh, man, that, it is. It's tough to think through because there's been a lot of turnover here recently, and so a lot of these coaches are going to get a little bit of time, at least a couple of seasons, to get some things worked out. Yeah, because if it's not, if Jimbo's definitely not getting fired, there's not really any other coach that's vastly like 100% on the hot seat, or really even close to being on the hot seat. It would take a epic failure like really like Chad Morris S type of season for uh, I think a coach to for sure get fired. You know, maybe if you know Billy Napier at Florida they just you know they go two and ten, three and nine, maybe they make a move there or okay. something well, well, like that. You know they would make a move because they're always gonna jump to try try to think that, you know, somebody else is better out mm -hmm. there. That's what Florida does. They they hit that reset button quickly. Yeah. So that would be one to look for yeah, we would say even if they win like five games or so, they they may be willing to, to make a change. It doesn't have to be disastrous, whereas two or three wins, yeah. if they won sub-500, yeah, you could see Florida making a change. Yeah, I could. It just, it'd be hard for me to believe that all 14 coaches in the SEC right now are going to be all 14 coaches in the SEC next year, just because history doesn't you know prove that like uh you know it just sometimes you have those things happen but you have new coaches with Hugh Freeze obviously at Auburn uh you got the new coach Zach Arnett at Mississippi State different circumstances so you, you know they're not in any trouble or any danger uh you know Eli Drinkwitz just signed a raise and exactly. extension so he's not going anywhere yep Sam Pittman uh, you know here in Arkansas barring a, again two 
three-win season, which I don't think anyone feels like it's going to happen, he's going to be safe for at least another year. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody gets fired. I wouldn't bet money on anyone getting fired. I wouldn't go on the Bet Saracen app and say, hey, put all this money on uh, this coach because I feel it. This is going to happen. Uh, but it's it's tough. Yeah. If, if uh, we had to go with one, though, Billy yeah. Billy Napier. Yeah. <laughs> How insane is that? Coach in his second year. Yeah, he's probably the most likely. But it's true. It's true. Uh, also, uh, let's see, we had some from the uh, Asher, yeah, Asher Record Live fan feedback. It comes from Freddie. says, fellas, what's good on this Friday? Vibes high, a little rain can't keep us down. A little Friday baseball, baby. Cards and Cubs. Last bet, Saracen Cards, Moneyline, and Goldie over one and a half total bases. Can't say that I'll be watching the Barbie movie. Not my jam, too many betas. <laughs> And we, are, like, we are alpha men, right? Uh, <laughs> All right. And it says, fellas, as always, live free and live large. Stay safe and pour one out for the Hey, boys. love some Margot Robbie, man. I'm checking out Barbie. Let's say it's, that, that alone is worth the price of admission. And uh, I know that the guys on The Zone were talking about the, the movie Barbie. And it's gotten great reviews. I mean, it's for what it is. So, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's something that a lot of people will be uh, checking out and seeing. And I... I I know I will be honest. I don't know the plot. I'm sure there is a plot, but I know when a Barbie movie came out, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. It looks visually cool, and oh, Margot Robbie fits perfectly. But my like, exactly. But what do you? What, what's the plot? Because I never thought you know a Barbie well, was it, a plot. It, the plot is that Barbie is going into the real world. Okay. She's not just going to be in the doll world anymore. She realizes that there's actually a real world out there, hmm. and it's going to be her getting acclimated to the real world. Okay. Well. If the reviews are coming in and people like it, it might be a success. I guess it's kind of like the Lego movie. I actually like the Lego movie, but it, I remember speaking the same thing. I'm like, how do you make a plot out of Legos? It's, it's, what do you do? There's no plot. You just play with them. It's kind of the same thing, I'm sure, with Barbie. And it was done more than once. Yeah. Because they, they made money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There'll be a Barbie, too, if they uh, start making that money, which I know that they're going to, considering how uh, good it's looking. Uh, 501 says on our text line, says, I could see Lane Kiffin taking another job. And not getting fired. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's a possibility every year. We get to the end of the year, and if Ole Miss has had a good season, you think that other schools are going to come after Lane Kiffin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially knowing the, the contract situation he is and with the state of Mississippi and some of the deals where you know, he can't sign a contract further out than four years. Uh, you know, and, and the buyout, it is high, but it's not extraordinarily high. So, yeah, it, it could happen. Keep waiting for it to, but it, it hasn't happened just yet, so we'll see what the season holds for them. Uh, Clay and Conway says an alpha would watch Barbie and Oppenheimer on, or Oppenheimer on the same trip. There we go. There you go. How about that? And then Oppenheimer a little bit too long, though. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, geez. Christopher Nolan movies, it's like if you don't get a 300 uh, or a, like a 250 minute movie, like, then he ain't going to make it. They're always going to be extremely long there. And uh, also, Ben and Bryant says. How many wins? I'm about to put my bet on the Hogs. Over six and a half wins for the Razorbacks. Oh, boy. I'd say over, but that's me. So, yeah. I'm saying over. Yeah, being pressed on it, over. Yeah. Just because it's like, you feel like that, But four, see, that's a great number, though. It is. It is. Because you could easily see it being either way. Mm-hmm. You could see it being six, and then you could see it being seven or, you know, seven. Uh, so... That, that's the perfect number to, to make it where you really don't know which way to go on that, and it's going to be that fine line of do you want to put all in and, and say they're going to be better than that, or do you want to think ah, they may fall just a little bit short? I guess my uh, science behind it, if you want to call it that, I look at Arkansas's non-conference schedule this year. It's the easiest one that they've had. And since Sam Pittman's being there, and they're all at home, she won all of those games. And also, Sam Pittman, since being at Arkansas, has won at least three SEC games each season. So I'll assume he's going to do it again this year. So there you go. Four, there's your three, seven wins. It, that, that's what I would go with. So, yeah, bet the over uh, with the pressure on it, too. And uh, look at this. We're getting all types of crazy questions. This comes on the text sign from 501. It says, crystal ball time, guys. Of the two schools coming in next year, <laughs> OU in Texas and Auburn yeah. to freeze, which of the three do you all think will be the fastest to succeed? Texas. I'd Te- probably predict Texas, Texas, too. Arch Manning he, and uh, some of the, the big-time recruits that they've gotten there. Texas. Because yeah. Auburn, we already know about the, you know, they got Bama and Georgia every year. And, um, and Hugh Freeze is a good coach. I'm not saying that he's not, but just uh, knowing that uh, they're going to have it rough every year. And also Oklahoma with Brent Venables. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but 
Uh, we need. This is a big year for both Oklahoma and Texas before they join the SEC. Because the last thing you want to do if you're either coach or either program is have like a 6-6 six and six year in the Big 12. Fan bases for those teams are getting kind of frustrated with the coaches. And then you head into the SEC where both of them are going to have a very difficult schedule to start off as well. Now, wouldn't that be something if there happened to be a coaching change before actually playing games in the conference? And, you know, in some situations... The school, maybe that's a move that they would want to make if they fall short of what they feel like would be a good season for them this season, and then they want to be successful going into the SEC. That's a possibility. It is. Like You can never rule it out, and I think the more likely, in my opinion, more likely be Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's not, not going to be Texas because they're going to give them a chance to work some things out with that with the team in place and the recruits that are coming in. Do you think when yours starts the entire season barring injury or anything, you think, and then like the next year you have Arch, like, how does that work, I guess, if you're Texas? I, I think it will be Quinn. Okay. And um, it, they're, they're trying to get him ready for the next level, yeah. if, if possible. That would be a perfect scenario for them, for him to be their starter, play well, He's able to move on, and then you slide Arch Manning in there. That would be a perfect scenario for them and to have a good season to go with it. So mm. that, that's probably – and they would like to get Arch Manning some experience on the field and knowing, like, if they have some games that are out of hand right. in their favor, not out of hand the other way, mm. but out of hand in their favor – then you get Arch Manning on the field and get him some experience. Yeah, I, I, I think Texas is going to be an interesting team to watch this year, 100%. And uh, also the Asher Record Life fan feedback. NFL Guru says, Lane Kiffin, coreless in college football. We need to remember the two main factors who literally put Lane Kiffin on the map. Monty Kiffin, his dad, and his beautiful now ex-wife, Layla. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. In, in college football, we'll say that. Right, right. Yeah. I still think... Uh, just because the thing I'll always remember first about Lane Kiffin is going to be the Oakland Raiders deal. That, that, that's always what I'm going to be remembering. Hearing, like, they hired this USC coach who's the youngest coach ever in NFL history at the time. Yeah, uh, He was there only uh, for a short period, but then you had the press conference with Al Davis afterwards where he's using PowerPoints. <laughs> it, was just, it was a very interesting era there for the Raiders with Lane Kiffin. Also, though, you can give Pete Carroll some credit for oh, yeah. putting him on the map because... At the time, it was Lane Kiffin and Sark. They were co-offensive coordinators. That's right. That's right. Yeah, USC, uh, during those years, I know they're really good, but they had quite the coaching tree uh, to come out of it. And guys that are still coaching today, and Pete Carroll still being one of them, coaching in the NFL. Um, did, did they ever have a defense? I know Monty Kiffin was their defensive coordinator for a bit, but did they ever have a D.C. that ended up going somewhere, maybe doing something? I can't think of something. I know they had offense coordinators, it seemed like, every year. But I don't know. I have to look that up. They always had really good defenses, too. Yeah. Some of the great players that came through there. And uh, let's see. Um, gosh, the uh, uh, Ken Norton Jr. at one time was their defensive coordinator. Okay. And he's an NFL defensive coordinator now. All right. So, yeah, that, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm curious about that because uh, with what the, the amount of years they had dominating and, and doing the things that they did, uh, at, a, at an effective rate, too. It was really always extremely impressive. Uh, let's see. What a, what a crew there. I'm looking at his like 2005 staff over at USC. Yeah, Ken Norton, he was a linebacker's coach, as you mentioned. Yeah, he, he yeah. ended up being the defensive right. coordinator at one time. Right, yeah. And then uh, you had, of course, as we mentioned, Lane Kiffin. Yes, D. Sarkeesian. And on, I guess, okay, so this is what it is. He was looked like they didn't have him listed as a defense coordinator, but he was the defense coordinator that year. They just didn't put him on there. So, But, yeah, a lot of, a lot of really good uh, coaches there that did a really good job. And, uh, yeah, those, those were some loaded staffs. There's no question. But we're keeping it moving, folks, here at Twin Peaks. Going to be out here until 4 o'clock this afternoon, so come on out and see us. Happy hour is starting, and here in 15 minutes, you won't want to miss that. But we'll have what's trending in the world of sports, get to some national news headlines, as well as more of your phone calls and messages, all coming up next on Out of Bounds, live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. 
Martin Luther King Jr. said, We as a society have not learned to disagree without being violently disagreeable. On July the 2nd, a mass shooting in Baltimore left two dead and 28 injured. And for what? Did that solve any problems? Did it make anything better? Maybe one day we'll be sick and tired enough to not tolerate this evil anymore. Maybe one day we'll quit thinking that just offering condolences is enough. Maybe one day people will quit making excuses and covering for the perpetrators. Maybe one day we'll realize that being violently disagreeable is not the answer. Come by Double B's where you'll always be welcomed and greeted with a welcome to Double B's. Arkansas matters to us because we are Arkansans. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Have something to say to 1037 The Buzz? Say it all on the Asher Record and Recovery Y Fan Feedback. Comment your suggestions, ask your questions, and tell your opinions. All on the Asher Record and Recovery Y Fan Feedback. Ask for Asher. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs, AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job, Billy. AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets. Right now at Guadney, get brand new 2023 Silverados up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guadney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our front door. Find new roads to Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with Buffalo, Barbecue, Teriyaki, Cajun Buffalo, Lemon Honey, Garlic Parmesan, Mango Habanero, Lemon Pepper, Pineapple Habanero, Honey Hot, and Brewski's Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pub Pole Trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with Karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Morning Mayhem Weekly thanks to Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Alcoa is now serving residents in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties, and recently opened up a new branch in Sheridan. Apply for your next loan at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day, and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I I just don't have time to to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation. And the next thing you know, he calls me. He says, you know what? My back is feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part, no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- one two 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 eighty four forty. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We might run into some chop. Chop? We could handle chop, right? I mean, it's a 170-foot yacht. No, no, no. We're not going anywhere unless he says it's safe. All right? Don't worry about the chop. You don't know about chop. Oh, really? And you do? Chop your credit card in half. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Get up to $7,000 off 2023 Silverados. 1.9% is available on Silverados. Also, when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer, 1.9% on 2023 Equinox. No payments for the rest of the summer. 
Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value. Whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuatneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And if you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is Out of Bounds as we are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon and appreciate all the uh, text messages and uh, actual record live fan feedback in the calls we've been getting. Keep those up, folks, 501-661-1037. We'll have what's trending in the world of sports in just a second. Uh, but real quick to get to some of these uh, texts before we uh, move on. Uh, this one comes from uh, the 501. We're talking about USC. Uh, also uh, says that uh, Coach O at Orgeron was a D-line coach there for a bit well, under Pete Carroll. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the recruiting special coordinator too, I think. That's what he really brought to the table. Mm-hmm. And even when he got the old Miss, that was something that he was big for him, is that he recruited well. Oh, yeah. And then at LSU... You got that great recruiting base, and you don't need to do a lot there. And he was able to do some good things with them and go on to win a national championship. Because even when he was the Ole Miss head coach before uh, Houston Nutt came over, he built a talented team. I mean, Dexter McCluster and they were Jevin Sneed and uh, was it Mike Wallace, I believe? Was yeah, Mike there? Wallace. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, he had a, he was great at recruiting. Just uh, you know, needed somebody to put it together for him to, to get to that next level. He was a new that. head coach at the time. Oh, yeah. And so he learned some things from that experience. Then when he got to LSU, I mean, you just plug and play and let it happen there. Now he's just uh, living the dream. Now he's just nobody's having a better life than Ed Orgeron right living now. Living on the beach. Uh-huh. Yeah. be hard to get him back to coaching. Yeah, with that money and just uh, bathing in dollar bills or hundreds or maybe in thousands of dollar bills. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. Okay, I don't think anybody is... What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things happening in NFL news. You got Melvin Gordon. How about this? A one-year deal for $3.1 million heading over to the Baltimore Ravens. Good for them and good for him. That's a huge he, hit. He will give the ball away. He loves to fumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he is a talented player, but that's been the drawback on him is uh, sometimes he gets a little loose with the football. All right, well, maybe just, you know, the Ravens coaching is what's going to fix that and help develop <laughs> on that. But, uh, yeah, he's 30 years old, two-time Pro Bowler, and entering to his ninth season. So uh, he's played five seasons with the Chargers in the last two and a half years with the Broncos. So he's going to be moving on. Also, in the uh, NFL, we know with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets being part of the hard knocks, uh, the Jets would be, quote, shocked if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in 2024. Season hasn't even started yet. We're already asking about the the next uh, year for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, which I get it. You know, you want to have your quarterback situation stable and moving forward. But as Aaron Rodgers would say, relax. R-E-L-A-X. Let's get through this season first. He said, uh, even uh, Robert Saw, the coach, says, I don't want him to back, I don't want to back him into a corner and make him commit to something like that. I just want him to have fun. I know that when he talks in the building, to let loose and have a little bit of fun, BS with the guys, come in the office, talk to us, and just enjoy playing football. Well, the reason the Jets are hopeful on that is because they gave up plenty to get Aaron Rodgers in the building. So when you give up, certain things you want players to be around for at least a couple of seasons and not just a one-and-done type situation. Also, uh, with some uh, news in the golf side of things, uh, Justin Thomas misses the cut at the Open to endanger his Ryder Cup hopes. Uh, we know uh, Justin Thomas has had his ups and downs, but uh, apparently with the U.S. team captain Zach Johnson's job, 
uh, trying to make it easy, he's not uh, doing him any favors because uh, he has to decide whether or not he'll receive one of the six captain's choices to be on the Ryder Cup that will compete against Europe and Italy later this month. So. Come on now, Zach. Relax. Again, Relax also. Yeah, I'd say yeah get Justin Thomas word. on that team. I mean, make that the word of the day. Uh, also, some other college football teams are doing their media days and one thing that the uh, Pac-12 has been doing, which theirs is in Vegas. I'll get, listen, I love Nashville. Don't get me wrong whatsoever. But Pac-12 may not have the best football conference, but they got the best football media day conference as far as location goes because it's always in Vegas. And it's a, a one-day deal also. Uh, yeah, just quick out of there and to the point. Well, two things that uh, came out of there, at least of note. One, according to uh, the Pac-12 commissioner, the Big 12 poaching their teams is not a concern. And two, and one of my favorite things, or at least my favorite quotes that may have happened from uh, from Pac-12 commissioner, he says, quote, the longer we wait for our media deal, the better our options get. And I think our board <laughs> recognizes that. Like, okay, whatever, uh-huh. you, whatever convincing you need to throw out there to, yeah. you know, make, make everybody feel comfortable and feel like that's the right approach to take. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but... Well, if you got to have some confidence in yourself, go ahead and do that. Uh, and also, we'll actually talk with uh, Curtis Wilkerson a little bit about this in the 3 o'clock hour because uh, it is a note from Razorback Basketball News. Arkansas guard Keon Minifield, you know, the transfer from Washington, point guard, guy that was one of the first players to, to commit to Arkansas out of the portal. He's going to redshirt this year on a non-scholarship redshirt. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he was the number... That's 30- different. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And he was the number 36 player on the, out of the NCAA Transfer Portal Cordon on three. But uh, according to... Uh, of course, we'll talk in with uh, Curtis Wilkerson more about it. But it looks like there is some sort of issue with the eligibility academically, the transfer, all of that stuff. So... He will be on the team, but he will not be playing this year, and he will not be on scholarship, which I guess means that there's another scholarship available now for Arkansas. And th- that was some of uh, what we had been hearing as far as uh, some some deals with academics and transferring in, and so now it comes to light as to who the player was. Yeah, I just it's unfortunate, and uh, we'll see what Eric Musselman and the uh, rest of the staff does as far as trying to fill that void and fill that gap, but... Uh, we'll have to wait and see how all of that fly, uh, plays out. And I've been trying to follow as much as I can for the Dan Snyder real quick. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I guess uh, Commander's Dan Snyder has been fined $60 million over the findings of the investigation about the sexually arrest team employee. He said that the team withheld revenue from the NFL. So $60 million for Dan Snyder. And, and that's fine. They just sold the team for over $6 billion. <laughs> so 60 mil, yeah, it's a lot of money, but... When you just cash the check for six bills, you, you can pay that off yeah, easily. Makes it a little bit easier to uh, pill to swallow for Dan Snyder. But that's it for what's trending in the world of sports. We'll take our top of the hour update. We'll have Barrett Salee of CBS Sports join us. What he thought about the picks for SEC Media Days. Maybe some surprises and some snubs. And we'll keep it moving here on Out of Bounds live from Twin Peaks in Little Rock. Stay with us, folks. Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. When you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So 